0: Amy Ingerbretson here, professional skier, dog mom, cat lover, podcaster, and your host for Warren Miller Entertainment's Long Underwear. In this podcast, we are sitting down with world-class athletes and industry legends. Nothing is off limits except for one rule. After introductions, there are no more mentions of skiing or snowboarding allowed. We are stripping off the layers and getting to know the skiers and riders underneath the gear. Welcome to Long Underwear. Winter uh, vacation uh, is calling. Yeah. The Icon Pass unlocks powder playdates, yeah. breathtaking views, and unique mountain adventures across the world. It's not too late to have the ultimate winter vacation. Drop in now. Last chance to buy is December 12th. Hey, everybody. Welcome to season three of Long Underwear. It's, it's here. It's finally here. And to kind of break out of the new season and dust off the cobwebs, I have Connery Lundine on the podcast.
1: How's it going?
0: Hi, Connery. Welcome.
1: Thank got you for having me. I remember I
0: had a podcast. No kidding. Yeah. It's been a whole summer off. but well, we got beers, so let's let's just cheers. Start it off, right? Cheers. Chin-chin.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> nice. Okay. Wow. Well, okay. So since uh, it's the beginning of season three, and of course, obviously, I haven't been on the podcast yet, I'll start with a couple rules just to remind everybody how we do it here on Long Underwear. We're going to talk for like a microsecond about skiing, but it's going to be super brief. And then the only rule is you can't say anything about skiing, anything related to skiing, after that point, it's called the S-word. Whenever you say it, you owe me a cookie or something awesome, and uh, yeah, that's the rules. Are you are you down? I'm ready. Okay, cool, let's start with skiing. So you're a squaw skier, and you grew up in the Bay Area, and to me, when I think of you as a skier, you're one of the most well-rounded skiers because you have a racing background, Thank but you. you ski in the backcountry, you do tricks. Like, just tell me what's your like elevator pitch about you as a skier?
1: Ooh, I don't have a good elevator pitch. I need to develop one. Of Start those. one now. Yeah, no Ready, kidding. Ready, set, practice. But yeah, basically, I grew up racing and did that until I was eighteen. So I took racing pretty far. Mm-hmm. And uh, growing up in Squaw, you're exposed to free skiing. You have KT22, so you're, you know, you're always skiing with dudes like JT or Shane, or you're seeing Cody Townsend on the chairlift. So skiing, free skiing was always a big part of skiing to me beyond just racing. And so when I quit racing at 18, I still had ambitions to have fun free skiing mm-hmm. and, uh, just continuing to do that through college at Boulder and, uh, doing competitions and having a trampoline as a kid, having some aerial awareness background. It's all sort of collided into what is today, whatever that is.
0: Yeah. Keep, so we keep trying to go to Woodward together, but it doesn't we've actually We've gone once we did? and you were
1: going yeah, you were doing yeah. huge backflips.
0: Yeah I can do them on the trampoline. I just need to get them on the snow. This winter's goals.
1: You got I've that. I've got it. Yeah, we've got it.
0: So this year you was your first time filming for Ward Miller and you filmed in Telluride. How was it? Silverton. Or, yeah, sorry, Silverton.
1: <laughs> and well, it, was, it was awesome. It yeah. was a really last-minute shoot, and we, uh, yeah, we ended up going to Silverton for heli-skiing. hmm And- uh,
0: Had you ever been to Silverton before? I'd
1: never been to Silverton, so that town in, in itself is just a total mind trip. It's like going back into the 1930s. like There's one restaurant open maybe a night, and it's a total ghost town.
0: I know. When I stayed there, I'm pretty sure the hotel we stayed in was haunted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All of those houses are haunted, and there's not a lot of them.
0: Yeah all 14 of them
1: but it was late april and we didn't have high hopes for good snow but since those mountains are so tall they're all like thirteen thousand feet yeah we got a few inches of snow right before our shoot and it was just enough to make everything look fluffy and nice and give the landings a little extra padding just for extra confidence to do whatever we were doing and uh, we had a great crew it was jalen myself lorraine and then we had tom day filming yeah, along with your roommate. Yeah,
0: Jeff Wright. Who's Jeff Wright up in his room right now. And quiet.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm stoked on how the segment came together. We really hustled it. It wasn't easy, but. Uh,
0: I think that's like a misconception, though, that it's e- it, that it's ever easy. It's never easy, like, but sometimes it's easier than other times, but it's never easy.
1: Especially when you're shooting with Tom Day. If you don't oh, know, Tom Day is like he'll
0: make you work like a dog.
1: He's like a workhorse, you know.
0: And never stop.
1: Lifestyle shoots in the morning, go skiing all day, lifestyle shoots in the afternoon. You're like, dude, I need energy to go skiing too. But he does it in such a way that you're like, I, I can't say no to this guy. He's like...
0: Well, he's a legend. And, yeah. And I've, I've been on trips with Tom Day where I've been like in my ski boots till 10 p.m. every single day for like five days in a row and had to be like, Tom, got to get the boots off for dinner today. Like I just, I have to. Yep. You know, <laughs> like... Totally. or else you're gonna see scary me. <laughs> but yeah, I, sure think he, I think
1: I think you might have seen glimpses of scary Connery.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: but no, he's the best.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. The, so actually, as we're recording this, the trailer for Timeless came out today. It Which did. is awesome. I saw um, the
1: Instagram trailer just before walking in here. Yeah. And it looked awesome. I
0: know. It's exciting this time of year when you finally get to see those things. But it'll be fun to be on tour with you this year. It's
1: going to be awesome.
0: And um, we should stop talking about skiing. Okay. Yeah. We do that all the time. Skiing so, silly. Yeah. Okay. It's summertime. Ready for no S word part of the show? Let's go. Okay. Yep. So go. I've been actually really looking forward to having you on the podcast for a while because I really want to talk about Mimsy.
1: Mimsy. My cat, Mimsy.
0: Your cat, Mimsy. I love, I, I've never even met Mimsy and I love Mimsy.
1: Yeah, a lot of people haven't met Mimsy, but Mimsy's kind of a superstar. You yeah. Know? Just through Instagram and social media. She's really built a presence.
0: She Greater than I travels, have. which is weird for cats.
1: Yeah, so I have a, a big old red uh, Tundra truck and Mimsy loves sitting in the Tundra truck. I drive to and from the bay and uh, Mimsy's a great travel companion. I haven't put Mimsy on a leash yet. Yeah. But
0: I bet do you think Mimsy would maybe like to like hike? I saw a, a cat hiking one time. My dog tried to eat no, it. No,
1: not not super active. No. She'll catch squirrels and mice occasionally. Does she like to but like but snuggle? Really takes time to yeah. to get to that stage. She, she plays hard to get. Yeah. Which is kind of her allure. Like you, yeah. you want to be loved by Mimsy. You could but she's you know.
0: Would you say you're like a cat person?
1: I'm just a fuzzy animal person. I really just <laughs> like animals. I just happen to have a cat.
0: A rad cat. But yeah. So the thing is, is like, I consider us to be friends, and you know that I love cats, and somehow, you haven't introduced me to Mimsy, and it's, it hurts my feelings.
1: I'm bringing Mimsy up in two weeks.
0: Okay. I'm going to come over. I want to date she will with Mimsy. Where thrive
1: in Squat Valley. All right. And you will meet her.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well... If you guys want a glimpse of Mimsy, go to Connery's Instagram stories, and if you're lucky, you can see her Yeah, riding like a princess in that truck. The Mims. Yep. She's funny. So it's summer right now. The kind of last drips of summer as we're recording this, and I feel like one of your favorite summer activities is cliff jumping.
1: It is. You're cliff cliff like a is cliff
0: jumping fun. into water connoisseur.
1: I wouldn't say connoisseur. I am... It's, a, it's just a fun activity in the summer that... Compliment skiing in a lot of ways. Adrenaline infused, <laughs> you are falling from the sky.
0: Yeah. Do
1: accelerating insurance. to your plummet into hopefully soft water. All
0: right, well, And
1: it's a, a great way to keep all the senses in tune.
0: So I have a few questions. My first question is what's, how, what's the biggest you've gone in the highest water? I've
1: jumped is exactly 100 feet at Havasu Falls and Havasupai oh, Grand Canyon. Sick. You've seen a million pictures of it. All of you have on Instagram, people looking at it with their butts out. Um, (laughs) We depth checked it, and uh, it was 14 feet deep, which is just high enough for 100 feet. Was there like
0: a calculation to figure that out?
1: Basically, if you hit water going as fast as you are... From 100 feet, Mm -hmm. you impact so hard that you actually slow down faster. Than if you you
0: were to go from like 50 feet.
1: Yeah, you can, and yeah, you can like dive through that, but Mm. there's like an impact point. That's why when you jump from the Golden Gate Bridge, people die because they're like stopping in the water. It's like concrete. Is there, so, some,
0: is there something that, like, saltwater has less surface area, though, so you can kind of jump a little higher into saltwater? I kind of remember, like, Mike Wilson telling me that or something.
1: That could be true. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, no, there's got to be. It's more buoyant. It might be worse. I have no idea. Yeah, there's
0: something. I should know that. You should know that. You should look into that. Yeah. You should break into saltwater. But I'm
1: going on a cliff jumping trip with uh, all of my crazy cliff jumper friends in two days. We're going to Washington. And they do a cliff cruise. They basically have an itinerary of all these beautiful waterfalls that they depth check and jump off. And uh, I'm judging the competition on Saturday, which will what be cool. What
0: are you judged on?
1: It's it's like judging a big mountain contest. You know, there's criteria, but it's rough Loose. criteria. Yeah. You know.
0: Are you gonna? But you're gonna still hit some of the cliffs.
1: I'll yeah. still jump off them, but I I'm not competing with these kids anymore. Yeah. I'll. I'll I'll flip off of the 80 feet, but they're doing like triples off 120. so crazy. Yeah.
0: It's so crazy to see that stuff You
1: should like. follow them. Well, Robert Wall, Adrenaline Addiction, uh, Nick Coulter. There's a bunch of them. They're summertime,
0: awesome. Summertime cliff jumping. Yeah. I like jumping off cliffs into water, but I max out at like 50 feet. Because like above 50 feet. Huge. Like 50 hurts. It still kind of hurts even when you do it right.
1: Yeah. My theory is like above, above 25 feet, you mm-hmm. can get hurt.
0: Yeah. I Uh, like I have I stop having tons of fun above thirty feet. Yeah, I can get myself off a fifty footer, but to me, like thirty footers are that sweet spot where it's like kind of scary but still super fun. You get enough of like a rush. Yep. What's your like advice? Like one, two, three of cliff jumping. Like well, like soft ankles. You cross your arms. Like what is it? Like there's all the different. You just
1: you want to come in there. You want to land in like an athletic compact position. You don't want like loose body parts out that are gonna like flail up you know you want to keep your legs in and your arms in and just turning your mind off and going for it because a lot of the time it's you start to overthink things you start to overthink things if it's high you should be thinking things through but if if you are dead set on doing it
0: i get really nervous and people like hesitate forever Yeah. Like that freaks me out.
1: Yeah, no, that is scary.
0: But I love it. I found a new cliff jump up at Sardine Lake last
1: week. That was. I know, I saw that. You had to clear,
0: which clearing stuff is what makes it harder for me. If it's a straight down, I don't know, just make sure you depth check and start small. Yes. Um, I'm not supposed to tell stories on my own podcast, but do you want to hear a horrible cliff jump story gone wrong? Oh God, yeah. It was at Emerald Pools, which is up on the summit where we've all gone a bunch and people make really bad decisions there. And we were in high school, and a girlfriend of mine decided to do Goliath, which is the big one. They claim it's eighty feet. I think it's more like seventy. Whatever, it's 70 it's huge. Feet. It's huge. So That's she bit. jumps off. She hits the water with her legs slightly apart, and she ripped her lady bits the same way they rip like if oh, a baby comes out too god. fast. And it was so gnarly. There was blood everywhere. Oh she god! In so oh much god!
1: Pain. Is that PG enough for this podcast? Because <laughs> I'm know. grossed out.
0: <laughs> it was horrible. But, like, nobody died, but it was really bad. So oh, ever, I've never done Goliath, and I probably never will because I'm Like extremely I said, scarred. just
1: keep your body parts intact and tight. Keep everything don't, tight. Don't be doing that. <laughs> I hope she's okay now.
0: I think she recovered. Um, okay, so I guess transitioning from that, some people might have a very rational fear of heights. But I would like to know what is your most irrational fear. Like, it can't be, like, a normal fear. Like, irrational
1: Irrational fear. Like
0: something you are scared of that doesn't make any sense.
1: Um, You know, I'm really scared of bees.
0: But are you allergic?
1: No. But I like... I will cuddle with spiders. Ew. But bees... (laughs) Bees for some reason just really... Because they buzz maybe? They buzz. They're... I don't know what it is. Just the idea of a bee stinging you. It like hate it whatever whatever it is bees
0: they they say that on when it's going to be a big winter there's tons of bees around so that's like a catch-22 for you yeah we've had some big bee years in tahoe
1: we have but those were i i don't know if i believe those big winter squirrels are mating more they're all the beavers are building bigger dams
0: somebody's always going to be doing something yeah this year is the year of the butterfly epidemic which is cool. It is cool, except for I feel bad killing them with my car when I'm driving.
1: It's like a massacre. I'm like get off the
0: road, butterflies, please. But when you're bi- when you're mountain biking and they're like tapping you, it's cool. But anyways, okay, so bees. Yeah. That's the that's not that rational because it doesn't hurt that much when they sting you.
1: And I mean, oddly, I'm scared of heights as well. Which is it? Which is that's rational, fear? but you're
0: rational for what you do.
1: It is. You know when I would.
0: That's surprising. Julian Carr said the same thing. He's scared of heights.
1: Yeah. You know I. I, inspecting, I know we're not supposed to say the S word, but inspecting for a competition venue. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I would be most scared looking over the edge, just getting myself Mm. to get to that point to look over. And then once it was in my head that I could jump off of it. It became a lot less scary, but just the exposure thing is still something. How do you deal?
0: With. So you've gotten pretty into climbing recently. How do you deal I with I kind of got into climbing
1: as like a way to get over it, get over exposure.
0: I have the same where I would rather jump off something than like hang out on it. Yeah, exactly. Like if, it, like if I've always said, if I, yeah, you have two choices, you have to do one of these things. Would you climb El Cap or would you base jump it? And to me, I would base jump it, if I had to. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I wouldn't do either. Just, but
1: just get I'm off just the thing jumping. and get it yeah. over with fast. And like,
0: that's how I deal with exposure. Hopefully your shoot pulls. Hopefully. And if not...
1: Hopefully it's... It'll
0: be fast, I yeah, think.
1: Yeah, it but. would be very fast.
0: But to, like, be up on exposure like that for days, like, I can't... It seems...
1: <laughs> yeah, so...
0: Just different people's minds, I that, guess.
1: Yeah, I, I like to say healthy, that's, that's healthy a, fear fights. But I think yeah. a lot of us have that.
0: Yeah, so. that's, that's more of normal. But I don't think people would guess that you would have...
1: Otherwise, phobias, yeah. Bees, girlfriends, maybe, too.
0: Again, that's a pretty rational fear. I think girlfriends can be... It's like, for me, I am terrified of, like, potato peelers. Like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing it. Somebody else has to peel potatoes. Or, especially if you have to peel an apple, they even slip here. that's...
1: Those
0: things are deadly. Or a cheese grater. Those are bad, too. See, like, that? irrational. You've watched a lot of horror
1: movies. (laughs) You've seen Saw too many times.
0: I can't watch any horror movies. (laughs) I never will. All right, um... Connery, do you have a spirit animal?
1: I do. What is it? Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: It's an animated spirit animal. Yeah. Wow, I think someone else has an
1: animated spirit animal.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Why?
1: Just had a Sega as a kid, and I was like, dude, I feel like I am Sonic. I want to be Sonic.
0: So now you are.
1: And now I've just told myself that I'm Sonic.
0: Do you, like, what personality traits
1: or... He's just kind of, like, stoked and rad, and he's, like, fast, and he's just always on the go. And
0: Actually, yeah, okay. He's I can always collecting
1: it. gold coins, you know. I'm trying to make money, too, but not doing <laughs> as good of a job.
0: <laughs> well, you can work on that part, but yeah. fast and rad and excited, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. I got that. So, yeah, fast.
1: And he wears those cool shoes. Cool shoes? He wears those cool I shoes. Know. I. These are, yeah. I wear Adidas shoes, mostly. Those are
0: pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Coolish. I like it. All right. So I have the hedgehog. Good answer. Okay. Yeah. Concise. Nice. Um, What's your spirit animal? I don't. I don't know. This. I haven't really been able to figure this out. I think I've been thinking lately, maybe a horse. No. <laughs> yeah, because they love to like tossle their hair in the wind, and my first word was horse, and oh, okay. they can be very graceful but strong. Maybe no. I don't yeah. know. I've been to a lot of rodeos this summer, so maybe that's why I'm thinking it. I don't know. I'm. St- I'm on the search for my spirit animal. It can be like a. Hopefully that can be the quest of this podcast, is to find my own spirit animal. I think it, maybe it might be animated, though.
1: Oh, yeah, it could be.
0: Yeah, it could be.
1: It you're could pretty be. animated yourself, so... I
0: can, I can be. That's for sure. <laughs> sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. <laughs> um, if you, right this moment, could snap like to a totally different life than you're living right now, have everything different, what would it be? Like, What would be this alternate life path that you could jump on?
1: Um, You know... A professional surfer would be really cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, it um, would. Not that do you s- actually surf?
1: Uh, terribly, but yeah. yes, I do. Yeah, just your, your, you go to these tropical, warm places. It's less to travel with. Yeah, I was, surfing. I was, was watching
0: was cool. uh, that movie, Momentum Generation. Have you seen that? I it's an no. HBO movie about professional surfers and like Kelly Slater's generation and that whole group of guys. Um, and there was a really interesting statistic in there that I didn't really realize, and and I'm going to mess it up, but it's something like this, where since they invented, they are talking about big wave surfing, and like kind of, because it goes through like the evolution of surfing and how some of the surfers in their group like went to that, and since they invented the air vests, the airbag vests, there has only been one death. Yeah, I
1: thought it was maybe no deaths. Or no deaths. Yeah, yeah
0: it was crazy, because to me like when I watch big wave surfers, it's... I'm like... Absolutely not. Like, that's impossible. Like, to me, when I get pummeled by a four-foot wave, I'm actually crying. But, like, they're out there surfing 50-foot. But I can't believe that that technology... Because to me, it seems like I just look at that and I don't understand how they don't just die all the time. But then they have this technology with that kind of survival rate is insane. Like It's crazy. And I know it maybe has to do with a lot more of, like, the safety functions. Like, everybody has their own safety teams out there and stuff, but...
1: No, that makes it more fun when people don't die for yeah, everyone. totally. Really.
0: Totally. I thought that was really interesting watching that movie. And I
1: feel like we'll see that with uh, like Big Mountain stuff, too. They've got like those new...
0: I hope so. ...jackets
1: that not only blow up, but they deflate, and then they release oxygen next to your head. I sure hope and so. And all sorts of crazy stuff that yeah. uh, hopefully we'll see less deaths over the years.
0: Yeah, for sure. But I thought that was I was crazy in surfing. I didn't, didn't really realize that because it seemed so consequential, but... Um,
1: um, but yeah, I'm 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 a pretty shallow guy, so I'm just thinking about sports. Yeah, um, that's
0: fine. Sports. Are cool. I don't plan on
1: going back to school after graduating from Boulder.
0: What did you graduate with? A from degree in marketing. Hmm, that's applicable. Yeah. Do I didn't it?
1: really know what I wanted to do, and just marketing ah. works.
0: That's essentially what I have a degree in.
1: Yeah, give
0: or take. That's cool. All right. Well, I feel like you have the hair for a professional surfer, so.
1: Yeah, and when I'm traveling, people are like, oh, where are you from? California. Oh, are you a professional? No, I'm a skier, actually. You're Oh, they're skiing S-word in thing. California.
0: You owe me, like, three cookies.
1: You're like, oh, wow, shoot.
0: It <laughs> <That laughs> is really? true. I get that all the time. Every time you say you're from California and you're blonde, they're like, oh, do you live you're on like, the beach? it actually
1: snows a lot. A
0: lot of people don't even know it snows in California, but it snows a lot. It does. Like, a lot. More than most places, sometimes. Yeah. Would it like snow 800 inches this year?
1: I don't know. I'm bad at the.
0: million. million inches, according to Connery. Um, Okay. One of my last, like, normal questions is I want to know what is your. tell me one of your guilty pleasures. Ooh. Like, maybe a kind of music that people would be surprised you listen to, or TV shows, movies, habits. Ooh. Other than hanging out with your cat all the time.
1: I mean. Oh, I don't know. If people heard audio recordings of me with Mimsy, I think it would tarnish my career.
0: <laughs> what does that mean?
1: I go into this crazy, like, high-pitched voice and just start, like, talking Mimsy cat language.
0: Can you, can you do it now? Like,
1: hey, baby. baby. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't even, I just get into the flow of it, and it's... Really funny I think Mimsy likes it That's why I do it But, <laughs>
0: but you don't know
1: But I, I know She might
0: just think you're, you're really weird
1: I know that if If that got out to the public It would damage <laughs> My you, reputation Do you only
0: do that When you're like alone With Mimsy Yeah I try
1: to like Put off this like Manly like badass front But really I'm just really like weird. Mama's boy sweetheart that <laughs> Talks to my cat In high pitch voices voice.
0: Yeah I do the same thing With my dog Bill I don't understand Like why I know it's weird And I don't think Bill actually likes it But it feels so good I call him the poopy bear and I think he like probably hates that like yeah, I think in his head he's probably like I'm not the poopy bear Amy my name's Bill but yeah. to me it just feels so good to like baby talk to him even yeah. though like I know it's weird
1: people do it like to dogs they don't even know it's like what is that I don't know it must be some instinctual thing that but we do but why does it
0: feel so good because it must like, feel good when you talk to Mimsy like that oh, it does. I, I like... love it <laughs> you can't it's like I'm yourself. speaking a
1: different language <laughs>
0: That's so weird. I want to, like, like sneak over to your house and your home and, like, record Oh, it God, on no. video. I, I
1: should set up a security system so no, <laughs> one, no one can be even close. And...
0: <laughs> I want to see it. All right. Um, okay, so something we always do on the Long Under podcast is we play a game called Two Highs and a Low. And so I want to know two highs, one low of the last year of your life that have nothing to do with the S word. So it can't be, like, a trip or anything like that. Just, like, of your normal life or maybe with your family or maybe a non-S word trip.
1: Okay. Um, two highs in the last year. So it's August, so last year. Can this be edited?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> of course it can, but it's usually not.
1: Okay. Um,
0: but it's okay. You can just talk.
1: I'm trying to think of... People out of, there are
0: just listening.
1: I'm trying to think of... Uh, well, in the last year, I've gotten much closer to my brother's new daughter, so my niece. Oh, huh. um, Uncle
0: Connery. Uncle Connery,
1: yeah. I'm bad Uncle Connery. Bad? Oh, good bad. Like, oh, okay. I'm the, like, uncle that's going like cool Ka- to show Kayla, like, the things she needs to see in life and kind of exposure to those experiences. That's my plan.
0: Yeah,
1: while she's maybe a little sheltered in other ways. so. How
0: old is Kayla?
1: She's now two years old.
0: Nice. Yeah. So that's cool. She. I feel like now that, like, probably the first year of her life, there wasn't that much to, like, relate to. But now... Yeah. She's getting older.
1: Now she's becoming a human being, and uh, she's really cute.
0: Yeah. Okay, so high number one, Uncle Connery life.
1: Um, it's pretty cool. High number two. These are hard on the spot. That's Do you I- have some examples of...
0: I know, like a high that comes to my mind like right now is like my dad and I were at Turkey Thursday last week and we were like swing dancing and everybody at the concert like stopped what they were doing and was like cheering us. I and saw like that video taking and both Taking really videos cool. and it was just like really cool. I don't know, it was like fun. Was Those like, high
1: school girls were like, oh my god. It
0: was super fun, like that was awesome. And I know like my dad loves it and he was like for some reason wearing, he, my dad cuts all the sleeves off all his shirts so he was wearing his like sleeveless shirts and his motorcycle boots and you know, like so like that, that was cool. I feel like a high has just been the summer for me. Yeah. Because I've been home, like, cooking dinner and going to the farmer's market and, like, being really good about my routine. So, like, that's a really—it's it been really nice. I went to the farmer's market this morning, and I was like, this is awesome.
1: Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on that one. All
0: right. What about a low?
1: A low in the last year.
0: I can think of a low <laughs> of years.
1: What's—can I hear it? <laughs>
0: kind of is breaking the rules a little bit but we were on an s-word trip in patagonia last year and it was very windy so we couldn't do the s-word and we went on an estancia tour
1: (laughs) oh yeah we we went to the sheep farm
0: (laughs) and it was really cool but it was really long and we basically just drove around this huge estancia which is the argentinian name for a farm and learned about all the different Sheeps, they have mostly just a ton of sheep and expensive sheep. The most wool expensive
1: sheep in the world that produce the nicest wool in the world. Yeah, where there's we got competitions. To like feel
0: them and, and then we got to go see like all the medals for all the But sheep. yeah, that,
1: that was a low of that yeah. trip for sure. We, we got dragged into hanging out at this <laughs> so funny sheep farm for like nine hours and I wanted to eat more empanadas. I was starving and that was...
0: It was funny because you were like, at the beginning, you were like, this is fine. This is cool. We are like seeing some culture, you know, like what else are we going to do today? Because it was literally winding like sideways. It was so windy. It was crazy. And you just like deteriorated. And I thought, I thought you were going to die on that Estancia. I did too. I didn't know that anybody <laughs> can hate Estancia so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I was being tortured more than, you know, the sheep that... Don't have it good there. But it was yeah, that's I feel that
0: sheep was like a ninety thousand dollar sheep. I think he has a good life.
1: Yeah. He didn't really
0: like me like touching him, but No. Yeah.
1: Okay, we'll go with that low.
0: (laughs) It's not CLO. Yeah. All right, good. Well
1: I'm not too good at uh reflecting on negative or positive things in the past. I kind of just go in this like uniform state of existence, which I don't know if that's good or bad, but
0: I think it I think both sides have their ups. Yeah. Todd and I do that all the time. Cause Todd is like even perspective, all this, and I am just like highs and lows, and so it's just yeah, you know, highs and lows are easy for me, but it's too hard to like narrow it down to like three. No, that's really that's like really every difficult. day is like a roller coaster for me. But it's good. I think even's probably better as long as you still find time to get really really psyched, which I feel like you do.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Generally. Definitely.
0: Maybe the high will be your cliff jumping
1: trip. That and will be awesome. You can have a cliff jumping trip. That will be awesome.
0: Okay, so we're almost at the end, and we were talking about this before you were starting to tell me a bunch of stories before we started recording, and you have to tell us a story.
1: Okay, um, that's not related to the s word. It
0: can't be about the s word because everybody like sees you doing the s word stuff. Like everywhere
1: a else. weird, um, yeah, I have a weird story. So I was still racing in uh, high school. I was eighteen years old. And we just finished a spring series at Breckenridge, and it was me and my buddy were in Denver the night before. We're flying back to Tahoe. And our hotel was conveniently located across the street from a Dick Sporting Goods and a Casual male XL, which is a clothing store that sells clothing for men who are oversized.
0: In casual clothes for them. In
1: casual way. <laughs> well they had these doc- I've
0: never heard of this. They story. had these
1: Dr. Dre the Chronic T-shirts and quad XL. So me and my buddy bought these T-shirts.
0: And at the time you're like a 17-year-old white skinny kid. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Big time. <laughs> we wanted to be like Eminem or Dr. Dre. But somebody. We're walking around Denver and then we go to Dick Sporting Goods wearing these huge Dr. Dre the Chronic t-shirts, and they have pellet guns. So we buy these pellet guns and spray paint them black, and next thing we know, we're walking Just around the streets cool. of Denver with baggy t-shirts and spray painted pellet guns in our pockets. Shoulder tapping for Beer at the liquor store, and we stumble upon the sketchiest person we could find
0: who As might you buy us do alcohol. When you're exactly.
1: And uh, he seemed pretty into it until he got this weird idea that we might be cops. So he lifted up my buddy's shirt, and there was a spray painted black pellet gun. A fake gun. A fake gun. And he just <laughs> freaks out. And me and Paris look at each other, we're like, oh god, like this is not going well. End of the story. He ended up buying us alcohol. And we had a nice, you know, little evening in our hotel room. We flew back to California and all was good. I don't know what happened to the pellet guns or the t-shirts. And, uh...
0: I can't believe he ended up... It's so, weird. why would he think you're a cop if you're, like, a kid in a Dr. Dre shirt?
1: Like I said, he was a sketchy looking dude, so... So,
0: okay, so this... So, <laughs> I, I shoulder tapped when I was a kid. Kids listening, don't shoulder tap. It's no, not good. No, um, Sorry, Dad. Um, so, my thing is I have been terrified that somebody's gonna shoulder tap me. Has it happened to you?
1: I've gotten shoulder tapped and I, I refuse because one, it's just not a good thing to be buying miner's liquor. Two, there's cops that are on these missions to right. bust people who right. are willing to accept shoulder tapping money or whatever.
0: I can't, I can't, I can't do it, but I'm always, I feel bad, like, saying no when, like, there was adults, you know, a long time ago that said yes to me, no, but yeah, I know. maybe it, it's, like, a different time. I don't know. Sometimes I'll, like, see teenagers in the parking lot of a grocery store and avoid them. I'll, like, go to the other grocery store because I, like, don't want to yeah. engage.
1: Yeah, but. you don't want to be that uncool person that's not going to get them what they want, but...
0: But I don't want to do it. Because no, no. it feels wrong. I don't know why when you're a teenager. It's, so
1: that's, that was a story right. that came to mind, um... There's probably some other ones, but.
0: Maybe they'll be on your Instagram stories. So yeah. Just, yeah.
1: Probably just, just Mimsy Start though. doing
0: your Mimsy. Yeah. Probably right. just Mimsy. All right. Well, I guess that's the end of our podcast.
1: Cool. Well, was, thank you for having me. And nice I'm to excited to uh, to be on tour with you and my. Yeah, Miller. So
0: we're going to be out with the timeless movie. Um, I don't know exactly where we're all going to be, but I know that Connor will be at some movies. I'll be at some movies. And of course, we'd love to see you guys all there. Hell yeah! And uh, since it's still technically a little bit of summer, I think we're going to go climbing this evening. I
1: think we're going to go rock climbing.
0: Finish our beers, go rock climbing. That sounds safe. Sounds awesome. I don't think I think we've proven to people listening to this podcast that we're not safe <laughs> or responsible. But
1: they can see that in the scheme we do anyway. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: yeah. That's fine. All right. Well, then I guess thank that's you guys. Enough. Thank you guys all for listening, and uh, we will catch you next week on Long Underwear. This podcast was brought to you by Warren Miller Entertainment. Don't miss Timeless, presented by Volkswagen, premiering this fall. Travel the globe with athletes like myself, Amy Ingerbretson, as well as legends like Glenn Plake, Kate Zellif, Marcus Kasten, Ian Morrison, Baker Boyd, and more. All moviegoers will receive access to discounted lift tickets, gear, and swag. Go to warrenmiller.com for more. Long Underwear was produced by me, Amy Ingerbretson, as well as Jesse Hackett and Jessica McGee from the Warren Miller Entertainment team. Follow Warren Miller ENT on social media to keep the good times rolling.
1: What's going on, everyone? Hallie O'Brien here, host of the Emmy Award-winning Snow Report show presented by Ski Magazine. If you enjoyed this podcast, then you're going to love the Snow Report. We talk skiing, snowboarding, weather, gear, beer, and every episode is a guaranteed good time. Catch new shows on Tuesdays at SkiMag.com.